don't try too hard. I feel like a lot of people on Instagram are just like too worried about what they post, always trying to like fit in, look cool. Olympic Channel Podcast, Buenos Aires 2018. That was Nigel Houston. I'm Ed Knowles, and this is the official Olympic Channel Podcast. We are in Buenos Aires and as well as giving you all the headlines from the Youth Olympic Games each day we will be finding the biggest Olympic talking points and asking some of the world's very best athletes and influencers to go in deep about all things Olympic. There is still just a little bit of a chill in the air, so to warm up, I went to have a look indoors at the gymnast. Now, that was a total experience. We actually spoke via a mobile phone and some translation apps with some of the Chinese trampoline team who were super, super nice. A great experience, definitely. Coming up today though, we're going to be talking about social media and getting followers with three social media dons with a combined following of 5.3 million followers and that's on Instagram alone. We thought we would ask skaters Nigel Houston and Leticia Buffoni plus dancer KK all about what makes a good feed. Now that's all still to come, but first. The Youth Olympic Games headlines. Argentina's Facundo Diaz Acosta could bag two gold medals in tennis. Today, he goes up against France's Hugo Gaston in the singles, and he also has a chance on Sunday in the men's doubles final two. The demand for Youth Olympic Games passes has literally been off the scale, so much so that passes are no longer available. 600,000 bracelets have been distributed with the four Youth Olympic Parks already having 350,000 visitors in the first five days of competition. Today, we also have the beach handball finals plus the women's 10 meter finals in the diving. Head to olympicchannel.com for more news and features from all around the games. Olympic Channel Podcast, Buenos Aires 2018. So it's so ingrained in my life in particular that often I find myself not even able to remember a time before Instagram. And for an athlete starting out, it's a platform to get noticed for sure. But it can also be a bit of a distraction. Now, no one quite knows how to boss Instagram quite like skaters. Doing video parts is part of the skateboarding culture. So when Ashley Tullock sat down with Nigel Houston and Leticia Buffani, two of the biggest names in skateboarding. So when Ashley Tullock sat down with Nigel Houston and Leticia Buffani, two of the biggest skateboarders in the world, she started off by talking about how Instagram has changed skateboarding with a move from traditional video parts to just putting clips on social media. Olympic Channel Podcast. In, on Instagram, it's out every day there's something new. Mm. So you gotta keep up with that. But I think video parts are always gonna be video parts, you know? Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, classic video parts will always, always be sick. Um, but I think it's cool that Instagram gives kids like a good way to show their new tricks and show their talent and get people to recognize them. But at mm -hmm. the same time, it's kind of annoying because I just see these random, random kids like do the gnarliest tricks that you like never even <laughs> would think are possible. And, and they uh, don't save it. They just put up on Instagram yeah, every day. They I don't know, save for a video part. So uh, I don't know. When I post stuff on Instagram, I'm not. I'm not really trying to like post like the gnarliest trick that no one's ever done. I'm more just like cruising around trying to do stuff that like I'm stoked on, feels cool, looks cool. Yeah. Or like you eating. <laughs> yeah. Or me eating. <laughs> that's why, like that's like half of it. <laughs> that's what. That's what get more views. <laughs> yeah. For real. Yeah, that's, that, that's all anyone ever wants to see. I feel like they want to see eating and blood. 
like most not likes ever blood dripping down my face and not a lot of people post videos of them like eating shit. they only post video of them landing tricks so that's that's the cool part about like being different you know so I guess that was my next question is like, how do you stay true to yourselves? Because there's so much pressure to be skinnier or taller or, or you know, hit the deck harder. Um, how, do, how do you guys stay true to who you are and people pushing and pulling to try and make you do other things? I just do whatever I want to do. <laughs> Fair I mean, enough. I yeah, I don't really follow any rules, you know. I just, I'm just me. I do whatever I want to do. I do a lot of different stuff outside of skateboarding too, and I'm not scared to show people that you can do other stuff too. And now that you're skateboarding, you only can skateboard. Mm -hmm. So I just do whatever I want to do, and uh, I follow what I love. Any do's or don'ts for people that are, you know, getting into Instagram? What What would you advise? Mm, like just don't try too hard. I feel like I feel like a lot of people on Instagram are just like too worried about what they post. Always trying to like fit in, look cool, or like a certain way, but like really, I mean, I think it's helped me out a lot just posting just random shit, funny stuff, stuff with friends, like we said, like just being you, shit, you just, know. yeah. And uh, I feel like that's been a been something that's helped me kind of grow a little bit outside of skateboarding mm -hmm. instead of just posting skating stuff all the time, you know, posting about, about my life and stuff that people might not know about me, you know? You're both super successful skaters, but sometimes you do get really negative comments. How, how do you guys deal with that? I think it's funny. <laughs> I think it's funny too. I've yeah. gotten so used to it over the years. Yeah. And uh, I actually, I was thinking about it the other day, so I feel like it's actually kind of mellowed down a little bit. Not for me. No? No. <laughs> maybe for me a little bit. I feel like two years ago or so was worse for me. Maybe everyone just got over it and maybe everyone realized that I really don't give a um, but I honestly think it's funny. I go through my comments and uh, I'm not the type of person that's going to respond to like a hate comment and be like, oh, like, you're lame for saying that. But like, I just laugh, to be honest. I think it's funny. Actually, I saw on your Instagram account, like maybe a few months ago, some guy wrote a comment about like, he made up a story and you responded to it. He basically said like he was talking about, about your the school. school. Yeah. Oh. That he went to school. Oh but yeah, yeah. My, no, what was my response? It was really. Funny. You're like commenting on everyone on Instagram. It was. It was yeah. like a spam yeah. thing. Yeah. Right. And so you, you guys just like it's water off a duck's back. You let it yeah, go. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's funny. Oh, you're dating my ex girlfriend. Yeah. Something like that. It was super funny. But yeah, we get that all the time. You know, like every time that you do some, you're doing something cool, people hate on it. Mm -hmm. People are jealous, so they. They just hate on it. Olympic, Olympic Channel, Channel podcast. Thank you to Ashley and also to Niger and Leticia. I also ran into Kaylin Gobert Harris, also known as KK. She's been watching the Youth Olympic Games here. She's an amazing dancer and she's built up an absolutely massive following on Instagram. I asked her about how social media has impacted on her working life. Olympic Channel Podcast. The dance industry as a whole has changed ever since social media or Instagram started. Um, so for me, I think I, ble I got super, super grateful and lucky and blessed because I got old school teachers, but I'm 23, so I still got the younger generation enough to still be on media but get the training from the right teachers. And I feel like with media, a lot of the times people, like Instagram, everything is about like what you look like. So when it comes to like dancing and really moving, it's, it's pivotal. Like you gotta, you gotta move, you know what I mean? Cause there's some dancers on this 
on the social media. So it's it's a little hard, I think, to try to like to try to I guess have respect for people that don't really know the history of dance but are still lit for dance, you know? So that's kind of like the bittersweet thing because you have like OGs and legends and just like people that are really dope but they don't have the following. And then you have people that have following but aren't necessarily like super, 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 super sick. So I'm just grateful that people took me under their wing, in other words, they didn't want me to suck. So they're like, no, you have to be good. You're, you're our student, you know what I mean? Like you got to rep for your generation. So, but is there something, you know, when you see someone's feed and you're like, oh man, that like, it, that, they didn't film that the right way or oh, they shouldn't yeah. have put that up or, you know, like there's something about curating your feed as well. It yeah. actually takes a lot of time and effort. Yeah, well, it's all about branding. You know what I mean? You want to brand yourself the right way. So say if you, like me for instance, I am very short. I can't brand myself too adult-like or it'll look weird, you know? I'm, I'm grown, but like I don't necessarily look like I'm 30. So it's like you still have to play to the audiences and stuff. So for me, that's why I enjoy dance so much is because it is a universal language, so it can gravitate to anybody without talking or using words and anybody can feel what you feel. Anybody can understand whatever you're going through just by communicating with your body. With Instagram, it comes with its own like kind of dangers in a way. You can get like super deep in it, super fast. Yeah. Instagram gets really, really deep and like cutthroat with the dance thing. It's, it's like a bittersweet thing because everybody should dance. You know, every, it's a happy feeling. It, everybody loves it. But then you have people that are like, do this you know what I mean like for their for their bills so it's like that's it's a bigger deal for them it's just it's just such a it's a like a tiptoe back and forth like you wanna you wanna be like a Instagram like guru you know but you still want to be respected so for the dance for dance I think for Instagram that's the harshest thing for dancers is because when it comes to filming when it comes to certain things like that they're not filming it to get the dance, they're filming it to get the face. So it takes away the dance. Like, they don't see what you're doing just because it, you're moving around too much, you know? Like, sometimes you just gotta chill and <laughs> just record. Sometimes you can almost smell the inauthenticity of it. You know, you can mm. smell when it's not real. Oh yeah. And like, it's hard though, on the one hand, getting that balance between branding yourself correctly and presenting everything in the way that is fair to you and what you're doing, mm -hmm. but at the same time kind of keeping it real for one of a better word. Yeah, and that's, I think that's the hardest um, thing that I've gone through honestly is trying to be able to keep it real but stay really, really professional at all times and trying to go back and forth with like, that's sick, but like just a little more, you know, like it's, it's hard to try to give you like your own two cents, you know? especially with dancers and artists because they're really sensitive about their creativity. So it's like, you just have to be careful. And everybody, it's just how you talk to people. You know, how you talk to people, how you come off, how you react in certain situations. Dancers are just like coworkers, you know? Like, there's some you're not gonna like, and there's some that you're gonna be best friends with. One of the things that we've heard before from other Olympians is that they've had this huge success, maybe, even winning a gold medal at the Olympic Games but yet the followers haven't come, you know, like on, on Instagram. 
Yeah. What would you say as someone who's definitely got some followers, or some like surefire, like little tips that you would say? I think uh, for me personally, I didn't start to get my like fan base, follower base big until I started doing stuff that I actually liked. You know what I mean? Because in the dance industry too, I was in the entertainment business before social media got or Instagram got video. Not everybody is perfect, you know what I mean? Not everybody has perfect teeth, perfect skin, perfect hair. I have a gap, I'm five feet, I'm not even like a hundred pounds yet, you know what I mean? Like I have a lot of insecurities about myself that I had to overcome, so I feel like my following base also is sort of like that. Like we're all young women or young adults or some sort of that nature and we're all just trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? But in a healthy way and like be there for each other. <laughs> but it's kind of hard when everybody is so talented and everybody is so media based. So it's like you you can get an award that really means something to you. But when you post it, your followers are like, oh, that's cool. And you're just like, you guys are more interested about like what shoes I'm wearing more than like what award we just got for this amazing number. You know what I mean? So it's like uh, you have to just be OK with they follow you for a reason. You know what I mean? You're, you're, you're posting whatever, so you're gonna post what you want them to see, even, you know, at, at the end of the day. So you just have to, you gotta be, you just gotta have a backbone. You know what I mean? Like whatever you post, you can't be sensitive if you have flack about it. Like you already posted it, you know? You might as well just like rock with it. It's already up, you can't be down. Once it's on the internet, who cares? Like they, they're following you, you know? Like unless they don't want to anymore, then they'll stop. But just do what you do, and I'm sure people will gravitate to your litness. Right, tomorrow I actually managed to speak to Olympic champion Chad LeClough. We had a nice little chat about what to do after success, how to build a legacy, and also dealing with setbacks. He had a huge one before Rio 2016 when he found out that both of his parents had cancer. For an athlete to look out for today, well, how about a diver? China's Lin Shan in the women's 10-meter platform. She's diving. She won silver at the World Juniors in 2018 and well worth keeping an eye on how she does. Diving is one of the many things we have streaming at olympicchannel.com. It's the place to get your highlights, to catch up, and also watch live. Download the app, get it on your phone. The Og Daily is also available on your phone. Ashley Tullock and the gang, they're all down doing their thing on Facebook and Twitter every single day of the games. So my Chad DeClough was actually on the other day and so was I lurking in the background, a lot of fun. I am in Buenos Aires for the whole of the Youth Olympic Games. So remember, give us a subscribe on iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts, a nice little review, that would be very nice too. So that's it for now, see you soon. Think like an Olympian.